This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. Go to athletics.com slash A's Cast to download the app. Restrictions apply. It's time to go inside the front office of the Athletics with the general manager of the A's, David Forst. Here now is the David Forst Show with Chris Townsend. It is now time for the David Forst Show. You hear it exclusively here on A's Cast Live and A's Cast. David, how are we doing this week? What's going on, Tony? Well, uh, you know, we like to say this all the time. The other guys get paid too, and I think for the Athletics, you just – ran into a really hot Chicago Cubs team that's basically been unbeatable at home. Yeah, playing in their places has been tough for everybody this year, not just us. So um, I thought we competed really well Monday night. Obviously uh, came out Tuesday and, and put a little hurt on John Lester. And then last night, uh, yeah, or yesterday, things didn't go our way. But uh, it wasn't, wasn't a lopsided series by any stretch. We only came out with one win, but... Uh, I thought our guys played well for the most part. And that's the one thing that really stuck with a lot of different people was how the A's just always compete. No matter what the score is, no matter what's going on, they compete for 27 outs. That's something I think you and Bob really need to be proud of. Without a doubt. And it, 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 you know, it, it's something that starts with Bob, obviously, and the, the tone that he sets. But, uh, yeah, it would have been easy Monday night after. Blake gives up the four spot for our guys to just kind of fold up and, and start thinking about Tuesday. But, uh, man, if you go back and look at Martini's at bat and you know, how he grinded, fouled off some balls, and then uh, not only won the at bat but put the ball on the seats, um, yeah, our guys were right in and had a chance to uh, tie that thing up. Oh, my. And then the reaction, because he grew up 45 minutes away, the reaction from his family and his sister's crying, and she's yelling, that's my brother, that's my brother. I mean, what a precious moment that was. It was cool, absolutely. Yeah, I, uh, you know, not being with the team on the road watching that game on TV and get to see that. And, you know, you knew it was big last year when he came up against the White Sox and had the pinch hit single to, uh, for his first big league hit, and that happened in Chicago. But um, to sort of replicate that to some extent and, and go to Wrigley, which is, you know, from what I understand, where he really grew up going to games and have everybody in the stands like that, it's a pretty cool moment. I think about Mike Fires. His last 16 starts, he's 8-0 with a 2.26 ERA. Just tell us what you're seeing, and he's just pitching like an ace. God, he's so confident. I mean, he... You know, I don't know that much has changed about his stuff or, or what he's doing out there, but he's so confident. He has conviction in nearly every pitch that he throws. And I, and I know when you talk to guys, and you, you talk to pitchers, they, they tell you that kind of makes all the difference in the world is feeling confident about what you're doing and not second-guessing a pitch or not relying on the catcher to tell you what to throw. And uh, Mike has just he's gone out there so consistently for the past 
got three or four months and really been the leader of the staff. Yeah, we we talk about in the post game show all the time. You know, there, there's guys that are going out there just to survive, and there's guys going out there to win. And talk about pitching with conviction. Yes, Mike Fires has just been unbelievable. And how much does that rub off on the rest of the staff when you have a guy doing what he's doing now? Well, it helps in a few different ways. I mean, it takes some pressure off the rest of the guys because you feel like you know there's someone out there every fifth day that's going to give you innings, that's going to keep you in a game, give you a chance to win. So it takes a little bit of pressure off everyone. Um, but at the same time, it, it kind of gives those guys something to, to live up to. Nobody wants to be the guy who lets the team down. And, and I think we've seen it you know, year after year when the team – goes on a run and, and plays well and has a winning streak or, you know, we, we win four or five series or whatever the case, it's because starting pitcher goes out there every night and wants to be just as good as the night, the guy who pitched the night before. So it, it has kind of that snowball effect. And you talk about whether it's pitching with conviction or what you're doing at the plate all these guys are super talented. Isn't it truly amazing whether you're going to be successful or you're going to struggle? So much is about what's in between your ears. It's it's the divider. I mean, there's there's a lot of guys in Double A and Triple A who have the talent and and on any given day can look like a big leaguer. But the thing that uh, that separates the guys who are here is is the mental toughness and the confidence and the ability to, to fight through on a daily basis. Um, you know, look at, uh, look at our star third baseman. He's, you know, scuffling at the plate probably worse than he has any time in his baseball career. But, but you know that Matt has the mental toughness, A, to not let it affect his defense because he goes out there and puts the gold glove on display every night. But also you're confident he's going to come out of it any day now. Yeah, and I think about the next wave of baseball because you've got all the technology now. You, you can help players in so many different ways. Is the next wave to make players better is to help them, uh, you know, neuroscience, to help them with their brain and how they make decisions? Do you see that as the next wave for baseball, how to make players better? I, I think it's something that we're doing now as an industry. I mean, we're just kind of tapping into it, but there's a lot of – a lot of science being used, a lot of studies about, you know, how to, how to help these guys mentally and, and keep them rested, help them make decisions better, um, but really train, train their brains like it's another muscle. So hopefully we're, we're doing some things already to, to tap into that. Yeah, because that's where I think of, you know, you just mentioned Matt Chapman struggling, and we haven't seen a lot of home runs out of Chris Davis. And then two of your great power arms, we just keep waiting for them to turn it around and try and intervene. I mean, the numbers still show they've got the velocity. It's like trying to help these guys break out of it's not easy. No, it's not. And, uh, and we thought, you know, Blake had a nice little stretch there, seven scoreless outings. Uh, I had the rough one Monday and then left the pitch up for a homer yesterday. But, yeah, you, you're absolutely right. Their stuff is there. I mean, Lou's still out there throwing 99, um, but gives up, you know, has given up some homers, walks some batters. So uh, it's it's a little bit of a mechanical thing, but, but the mental side is something that's hard to, uh, hard to keep on track for six straight months. When you did that deal with the Colorado Rockies, the Rule 5 for Mark Canna, did you ever think when you were doing that that you would say, you know what, at some point this guy's going to be our everyday center fielder? <laughs> I, I don't think we had that thought in mind. I mean, we obviously we liked Mark as a player. We traded up that year 
to uh, to get that pick in the Rule 5 draft, gave up uh, some cash and a, a young relief pitcher to do it. So we thought Mark was a big leaguer, um, but no. Uh, at no point did we say, yeah, he's, he's probably going to play center field every day. Yeah, I remember it was like, can he DH? Will he play first? Can he play third? I mean, just talk about how valuable he has been and that, and, and what he's doing offensively, but more importantly, playing one of the toughest positions every single day in the game. Yeah, it's funny. You know, Chad Pinder gets a lot of recognition for his, his versatility and ability to play infield, outfield, um, but it's a little overlooked in Mark's case because he, he can play all three outfield spots. He actually comes in to play first base once in a while. He hits, you know, anywhere in the lineup. He's been in the two hole. He's been five, you know, hit cleanup a little bit since Chris was out of the lineup. He, you know, his versatility is overlooked, but it's been, it's been huge for Bob. And, uh, you know, with Steven down playing right field every day, now with Ramon down going out to center field, uh, no doubt he's been a huge contributor. How is Ramon doing? And when do you think we will see him again? Uh, that's a good question. He's doing well. Uh, he's, he's said the last few days he feels better. Um, you know, the thing about this injury, he's able to keep his arm going. He's able to take swings. It's, it's really, you know, the, the toughest thing is, is certainly the running and just the pounding on his, his legs, being on his feet for, you know, hours and hours. So we, we've had to eliminate that. But he can stay in shape. I know he's been working out in a pool, trying to keep his cardio up and, this one's just a matter of time, which is, which is, I know, frustrating for Ramon. I saw him uh, back here in Oakland a couple of days ago, and he just said, man, I don't want to miss another road trip. He's, he's going crazy being here while the guys are on the road. So it, it's a matter of time. He has said subjectively he feels better. Um, we're going to hopefully find some objective markers here in the next week or so to, uh, to pick up his workload, but it's, it's going to be a little while. Jim Bowden, the former GM, now at The Athletic, uh, did an article about guys that can really come up and help in the pennant race. And the two guys he had for you, obviously A.J. Puck and Jesus Lozardo. When do you think they'll be able to come up and actually help this team? Well, we don't, we don't have a time frame for either guy specifically. But, but what I do know, A.J. threw last night for Las Vegas. Uh, on you know with just one day of rest between his outings. So last night, Wednesday, he pitched after pitching Monday night, and that was kind of an important hurdle for him to get over the, the ability to, you know, he hasn't gone back-to-back days, but to, to pitch on just one day rest. So we'll see how he feels today and tomorrow and, and hopefully have another outing over the weekend. But uh, he's getting close. He's pitched, pitched great, uh, racking up strikeouts there in the PCL. So, uh, I think AJ is probably getting close to having done everything we need to see down there. Uh, as far as Jesus is concerned, he's going to pitch stock in Stockton on Saturday. He'll go three innings there, and then uh, we'll just keep bumping him up uh, every outing. We're going to continue stretching him out and uh, get him back to Vegas. So hopefully, he gets to that four, five, six inning mark here in the next couple of weeks, and uh, September first is right around the corner. Do you see A.J. Puck kind of in that role that David Price played years ago for the Rays when he was such a factor for them down the stretch coming out of the bullpen and also their postseason run to the World Series? That'd be great. If, uh, if, if A.J. wanted to use, go the David Price route and take us to the World Series, I, I wouldn't complain. But, uh, <laughs> you know, not, I don't remember exactly how they used him. I think A.J.'s 
going to have some some good options up here. You know, whether it's out of the bullpen, whether it's in an opener role for an inning or two, um, I, I think he has a chance to be a real weapon. We just need to make sure that we we use him correctly, that we keep him healthy, and that we uh, you know that we know exactly what we're doing. Okay, so I got to ask you because Nathan Patterson has now talked to the MLB Network, so he he he's out there talking now. So we want to ask you about it. Uh, yeah. you, know, you, you, you got a guy who's uh, basically on the, you know, we, we tell people, hey, go out and throw your arm out to the speed gun, right? And this guy goes out, throws 96. He did it in Nashville. He did it in Colorado. And now you have signed him. Tell us the story about Nathan Patterson. <laughs> he, he sure does seem to be everywhere, doesn't he? Um, yeah, it's funny. You know, the speed pitch thing, the one in Nashville or the one in Denver, Neither one of those things were ever on our radar. We we actually we didn't know anything about them. I know the story that's out there is is uh, talking about how the speed pitch was a big big deal. But um, you know Ben Lowry, who's one of the analysts in our office, saw some video of Nathan back in January just throwing a bullpen. He you know he put up his own video on Twitter, and um, and we noticed it at the time. We actually thought he was a high school kid, and we were talking about the draft, and then come to find out he's 23 years old. So um, after seeing that video, our scout in Tennessee, Anthony Aloisi, went to, went to see him, saw him throw a couple sides, and you know, gave him some advice. And you know, the velo wasn't quite there, and there wasn't much command, but he, um, you know, he essentially told him, hey, you've got to go pitch in a league and, and get some outs, actually get some experience. So we... We tracked him through the spring, and then he ended up in a men's league in June out in Nashville. And Anthony went to see him again, and he actually he'd added some some velocity, started to get some guys out. And we said, hey, this is this isn't just a gimmick. This guy kind of knows what he's doing, and uh, let's take a flyer on him. So we were excited to take him to Arizona. He's out there now. I'm guessing he's going to get into a game in the next week or two, and. We'll see what we've got. It's a wild story. It's a lot of fun. Who would you compare him to, like his stuff? <laughs> I Look, I'll be honest, Chris. I've seen video of his sides since he got to uh, to Fitch Park down in Mesa, and I've seen a couple pitches. I, I I don't have the ability yet to compare him to anybody. He's, we're hoping he's you know got a plus fastball, 93-94, and command of a breaking ball, but uh, we're a little early in the process here to uh, to break out the uh, big league comparisons. Well, it, it's a fun story, and if this guy can actually make it to the big leagues, it'll be. I mean, it could be another movie. It could be like a Disney a Disney movie for God's sakes. It'll be a lot of fun. Right. Let's let's say Jim Morris is the best comp then right now. <laughs> <laughs> David, great stuff as always. We'll talk to you next week. Okay, Chris. Thanks a lot. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 